Consumer Watch with Wendy Nola. Consumer Watch right now with Wendy Nola. Live not just to us, but to you and to our callers this morning, giving you an opportunity to speak to Wendy Nola directly, personally. Do you have any questions that are consumer-related that you need advice on? Um, because Wendy Nola's inbox is has crashed several times, and she doesn't even know where to start. So let's start directly with you. Good morning, Wendy. Darren, good to be with you. Good to be with you. And uh, we have a couple of questions for you. Yes, we do. Morning, Wendy. So, Wendy, our first caller okay. is from Kloof. Her name is also Kerry. Kerry, good morning. Welcome to the show. What is your question for Wendy? Good morning. Yes, I do have a question. I just wanted to find out with these times as it is right now, and everybody, or majority of the people, not earning a full income or one at all, mm. uh, what are our rights as tenants regarding? Um, rent. I mean, if we aren't able to or to pay it on time, is there any law behind us as tenants? Mm. Hi, Kerry. Um, the, the, the sad news that I've been sharing since we went into lockdown is that um, a curtailment of your of your income for whatever reason, COVID or retrenchment or anything else, is not a defence not to pay rent. Um, if that was the case, I mean, then the landlords would argue, but the bank's not telling me that I don't have to pay my um, my, my home loan, mm. and then the whole system collapses. So I have huge sympathy for people who are in this predicament and um, everybody involved in the sector has been urging landlords to try and make a plan as far as possible and I've heard many positive stories of landlords saying pay what you can when pay for three months and we'll make a plan for you to make it up over the rest of the year or however long it takes so it's certainly appropriate for tenants um, business tenants, um, commercial tenants, uh, sorry, landlords, commercial and um, residential, to um, be liaising with their tenants and mm. finding out what their situation is. But the short answer, Kerry, is that you don't have the legal right to say, hey, it's COVID, my income's dried up um, in part or in total, and therefore I'm entitled not to pay you my rent. I know um, we spoke about this, Wendy, and uh, during level four lockdown, because it was an absolute impossibility for you to actually move during level four yeah. lockdown, so you had you were protected by the fact that you that you couldn't even move, and that changed with, with level three, and you uh, in this case, as with everything that you've explained to us, it is now a conversation between you and your banks and your landlord and the money lenders and everyone needs to be talking to everyone and showing a hell of a lot of compassion at this time because there's no real legislation Absolutely. behind it. And, and you made an important point there, Darren. So in the, the, the awkward thing was that at level um, five and four, you couldn't move, mm. even if you needed to because you couldn't afford the rent. If you needed to move in with your family or whatever, yeah. um, you couldn't move. And that created an impossible situation. But that has changed now. You, we can, since uh, the beginning of June, we were able to move. Mm. The other thing is about evictions. Um, I don't know if we should deal with that now or somebody else later on but just well quickly, maybe that'll question will um, pop up sky has a question for you okay yeah yeah wendy uh yeah. good morning auntie i mean not auntie i mean wendy, wendy. Nola. stop um, right now. <laughs> <laughs> just quickly kerry mentioned something earlier right um is it legal for shops not to accept cash because they're afraid of getting their owner this is such an interesting one, Scott. 
Um, uh, I haven't got enough time before headlines. Um, but uh, yes, so legally, um, the uh, Reserve, South African Reserve Bank Act um, says that, you know, all cash remains legal tender apart from one loan counterfeit, heavily counterfeited 200 rand note back mm. in, uh, about a decade ago, right? Um, and you can hand over coins. You can even hand over like a two rand note uh, usually, the old one, yeah. Um, if you'd be stupid, because it's worth a, a lot more than the two rand, um, because they've, you know, we're, we're into coins now. But um, I've been trying to query this with the Reserve Bank all week, and finally, um, when I was out on a walk yesterday without a notebook, of course, the spokesman phoned me, mm. and it's quite an interesting one because she said. Um, Legally, um, you know, according to the Act, it remains legal tender. But there are certain case-by-case situations where, um, you know, a, a service provider, a retailer, whatever, would would feel entitled or feel it appropriate not to accept cash, right? Mm. Um, but it, it's not strictly legal. But here's the thing. Um, there's no sanctions, so you can't say, "Oh, sorry, I'm, I'm, you won't take my cash." Right? I'm going to the police station. I'm going to lay a charge. Or if you phone the Reserve Bank, nothing would happen. There is no sanction for it. Okay. So I, I personally think retailers um, are overreacting. Ninety percent of COVID-19 transmission happens person to person. The drops, the droplets, the aerosols from talking and mm. coughing and sneezing in each other's space, right? So 10% only from from um, surfaces um, that we touch. So, and you've got situations where just yesterday, pick and pay said, started this new thing. If you want to deposit cash, you don't have to go to your bank or your ATM, which charges you a lot for 20 Rand up to 5,000 Rand. Come with your cash and we will deposit it into your bank account. Hmm. So it's the opposite thing is like, you know, they're actually encouraging you to go into them and give their, their tellers your cash. So, they, so oh. I think it's a it's an individual thing. Um, and I think we just have to, we can object. They shouldn't strictly be doing it. And I personally think it's an overreaction, but we, we're really nothing we can do except yeah. stomp and choose not so to. So you have no legal stomping. standing whatsoever. It is no, a case to case by case. So we are running out of time, as you said, Wendy, but uh, we, just because we need to get into Newswatch. When we come back, Wendy's answering all of your questions. It doesn't matter. And there is no silly question in these unprecedented times. So if you want to ask Wendy a question, she'll answer it directly. You can send a WhatsApp a voice note or you can send a text or you can ask us to call you back. Uh, WhatsApp number is? 061-792-9495. All your questions are being answered right now. And we've got Laura on the line from Alberton. Good morning, Laura. Hey, Kerry, how are you? Really well, thank you. Laura, what is your question this morning for Wendy Nola? So, um, I have eczema on my hands, right? And every time we go into the shops, we need to sanitize. Oh. Um, so, my eczema was actually triggered by the alcohol-based sanitizers at the start of lockdown, but I didn't know that. So, now I try have gloves with me all the time, which in itself is fairly um, sensational. People are like, oh my gosh, take your gloves off. Yeah. Um, but sometimes I don't have gloves, but I need to go into the shop. And I have actually been refused entry, but if they spray on my hands, it burns like fire. <laughs> hmm. So my question okay. is, what is the actual um, legal standpoint maybe? Or, I mean, I have no problem because we all need to be careful, mm-hmm. but it is, it would be nice to know what is right and what is wrong. Okay, uh, Laura, what do you have a sanitizer that um, doesn't inflame your eczema on your hands 
I've been I've actually been advised not to use any sanitizer at all. And that's that's medical advice because I've got I mean I'm on cortisone creams for my hands even, and um, so I've been told hmm. not to use any, um, and that's why gloves are the better option. <laughs> okay, well you can understand from the store's point of view that you know the government has asked them to sanitise customers. Definitely doing their jobs, but I would uh, suggest, my first suggestion was going to be, and I've said this to others who've had the same problem, is to take your own sanitizer in there. Prefer to use it for higher quality or whatever. I'm, I'm leaving aside complaints that people have said they're not they're using stuff with um, kind of bleach in it and whatever. It's definitely not um, meant for hands, but leaving that aside, if you show a bottle of sanitizer, um, even if they have to call the manager, I mean, mm. really, that, that is that, all that's required is they want to see that you're sanitizing. Mm. Um, in your case, if you don't want to use any product, um, the number one um, thing is, is soap and water. You have to wash your hands somehow, right? It's mm. for your sake and others. So either say, carry a letter from your doctor and say, I have a medical condition. Um, I cannot have that spread on my hand. Take me somewhere where I can wash my hands. Here's mm. a letter from my doctor or whatever. But um, you definitely, yeah. bottom line, is should not be forced to be um, have a medical condition mm. inflamed because uh, of the, the, the need to put something um, which doesn't agree with you what on your body. Really but tricky. The, the point is you need to be sanitized, but yeah. um, there are ways around it. And I would definitely suggest getting a letter from your doctor that you carry with you. I did, um, I did notice my hands were getting a little bit raw and red and uh, fragile as well. And I, I was able to find myself a hand sanitizer with aloe vera in it so like I was able to protect my hands and I mean, tea, there's, yeah, there's one with tea tree oil as well mm. on the market that um, apparently works very well yeah. for eczema alright Yeah. and we've got another caller for you here Wendy we've got Praveen on the line Praveen welcome to the show yeah. thank you so much Praveen what is your question for Wendy Nola my question is uh, I need to get clarification on returns and refunds on products purchased because I went to a store mm. and uh, bought a product and two days later I went to exchange the product because it wasn't the right color and the store owner said, sorry, we do not give any refunds in exchange during COVID-19. Mm. So I'm not sure if there's okay. any clarification on that. It's a very good question, Praveen, because it kind of forces me to give a, a, a quick rundown of how uh, what our rights are in terms of, of returning goods, in terms of the Consumer Protection Act. Um, so if you buy something from a store and it's defective within six months, you have the right to take it back for your choice of a refund, replacement or um, repair, right? So you, you have a lot of rights in that case. But if you buy something and you have a change of heart, it's not the right color, it doesn't fit, your son doesn't like the shoes or whatever, but mm. the product itself is absolutely fine. You do not have the right of return at all. Um, many stores will offer, um, a, you know, the, the right to exchange or give you a credit note. They, they, they mostly, almost 100% of them do not want to lose the sale, but mm. they will allow you some leeway. You can take it back. Um, but it is important to know that customer service, it's not a legal requirement. So now in these times, um, several uh, companies have said we will not take back clothes because, I mean, I think it's a little trite because, you know, they are ways of sanitizing yeah. products. Yeah. But, but the point is, if they are refusing for whatever reason, 
you you don't have a legal right to say you know this is yeah. my right and you are you are breaking the law i have to just say because online uh, shopping has soared that if you buy something online mm. it, in that case once it arrives you have seven days in terms of the electronic communications mm-hmm. transactions act to just send it back for no reason at all it doesn't have to be defective they can make you pay the cost of sending it back although the big guys like take a lot etc they will cover that cost but there's a very important distinction about buying in a store the traditional way and buying online so online you do have seven days to say hey this is not the right color Praveen and send it back any but questions not in a traditional store thank you Wendy any any questions we can still squeeze in maybe one two maybe three questions um, uh, you can send them through to us uh, we're doing Wendy Nola uh, and consumer watch during coronavirus so all you need to do is leave us a whatsapp voice note or text to our whatsapp number 061-792-9495 coronavirus consumer watch with Wendy Nola it's live taking your calls right now um, um, and Wendy, you want to make a clarification quickly? Yes, we were talking about, um, you know, you still have to pay your rent, whatever your income status is. And then you said um, something about evictions can still take place. I just wanted to clarify that um, they aren't uh, going ahead um, during level three. The courts may technically still grant an eviction order, but it can't be carried out until we get into level two. Okay, good to know. That one. So, so yeah, I mean, it's it's kind of still on hold, but it doesn't. But if if you haven't been paying your rent and your landlord's gone and mm. got an eviction order, it's yeah. managed to get rent from a court, they will be serving it on you if you're still in the property as we go into level two. Okay. Just wanted to clarify that. Perfect. Uh, Wendy, we got another caller for you. We have Sue. Yes. Sue is an educator. Sue, welcome to the show. Morning. Good morning. Sue, please turn your radio off. I'm doing that. Thank you. And then what <laughs> no, is your question this morning for Wendy? Actually, actually, I'm not an educator. I work at the school. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I actually, I'm a chef in the kitchen. But you ah. at, at the school, yes. My question is, we have the tunnel there. And you got to go through the tunnel before you go into the school, the premises. Mm. So I wanted to know whether it is safe or not to walk through the tunnel. No, you know uh, what Okay. Sue, thank you for the question. Darren and I discussed this at length, I think, in two shows. Um, The short answer is no. Um, They've been denounced by health authorities around the world Mm. and and by our own president, actually, in his most recent address to the nation. He said um, they definitely, um, first of all, they've been found not to be effective. Most of what's sprayed in those tunnels have not been tested for efficacy in that situation. And that was sprayed as a mist at people. Um, so at, at best, they aren't effective um, because you can imagine someone emerges from them and one minute later has a cough and, you know, that's, it's, <laughs> they're still able to spread the virus. Exactly. And number two, many of them have been found to actually contain um, substances that are highly dangerous and toxic to people when sprayed um, and you know, eye membranes at the face, even if you've got a mask on. So and cleaning on your clothing, definitely a big, big no-no from, as I say, the, all the health um, 
bodies around the world mm. and most recently our president actually came out and said do not they should not be used disinfecting tunnels and booths or whatever else they want to call that so that most certainly should not be happening at a school so what is uh, sue's legal recourse then right now because we remember that uh, especially there at how train and, and schools throughout the country they did an about turn on these ridiculous tunnel ideas Absolutely. if she's at an I'm institution that shocked. still has a tunnel that sprays what should she do i'm quite yeah well first of all i'd like to to email me and yeah. um, we can leave the details at the end of the show and um you must absolutely you can what if it's still there you have a total legal right to refuse to walk through it Sue. perfect all right and then uh wendy nola just quickly there's a question here from james um about travel cancellations so the question is i couldn't go on my holiday because of COVID 19 lockdown but the travel agent hotel airline wanting to refund me mm-hmm. insisting on giving me a credit voucher can i insist okay. on a refund that's the most asked question in various mm. forms that I've been getting since March. Um, deluge of them. It's quite complicated, but essentially the Ombudsman for um, Consumer Goods and Services have has said that if you don't get what you pay for, even in this case, if it would not, it's not the supplier's fault, you are entitled to a refund. However, because the travel industry is on its knees, she's and others have been urging people to, if you can accept a postponement if you can accept a credit voucher hmm. for travel um they'd rather do that in the best interest of everyone yeah. but the bottom line is if if they offer you an alternative a reasonable alternative and you don't accept it there is an out for them but if you are over 55 60 if you have comorbidities if it's you're not going to be traveling probably ever again because of the extremely high risk if it's a cruise you've cancelled on and you're an old person which is a common scenario it is completely unreasonable to force you to take a credit because you, you, it's unreasonable to expect you to take that trip you are most definitely absolutely entitled okay. to a refund so i would suggest that people keep pushing do not be bullied on that score mm. but at the same time saying if you know you're, you're going to be traveling again have consideration for the yeah. impact on that industry and and accept a postponement so it's a, it's a double-edged answer there. Yeah. but legally yes refunds are are, are, are due yeah but obviously you didn't get what you paid you know for. everyone's struggling there's so many people going well hey i paid for that uh, international holiday um uh, let me get that money back and then i can pay my rent so it, yeah everyone is struggling so you know we just all need to be a little bit be, considerate be kind be kind yeah yeah always default kind. to kind in this time right wendy you did say to sue <laughs> yes. that she can email you because um, we need to know which institutions are still doing the ridiculous spray tunnels. Um, I'd like to know about that school in particular, yeah. yes. Where, where, how, how do we so, email So my Facebook page, Wendy Nola Consumer, there's a button there uh, to send email. Easy as that. Oh, it's the stock standard one. Okay, Wendy Nola Consumer on Facebook. Yes. Uh, click on the email yes. option. All right, thank you, Wendy. And uh, we might have to do this again very soon. So we covered a lot of ground, but mm. yeah, the situation we're in is throwing up all sorts of consumer mm. dilemmas. Yeah. So happy to help. Thank you, Wendy Nola. And-